The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. On this episode of The Heat Check, we continue our Eastern Conference preview, and we are going to be looking at the Central. Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, Indy, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, baby. Is anybody excited about this fucking division? Not me. I guess you could say the Milwaukee Bucks are bringing everybody's stock up. So let's get right into it, William. Drop that generic-ass beat that should be Rihanna. We're breaking down all the biggest NBA storylines. You're tuned in to The Heat Check. The Heat Check with Trista Crick. The best podcast covering all the drama around the association. All right, let's start with the Chicago Bulls. Woo-wee! Chicago Bulls just living on their past success. They don't care. They don't care, folks, how many games they win. They don't care about a goddamn thing except for money. Key additions, Javon Carter, Tory Craig. Key subtractions, Patrick Beverly, Derek Jones Jr., I don't think either any of those four players are meaningful to any roster, and I like Javon Carter. What could you say about the Bulls, really? What can you say about them? When they barely make a play-in tournament and their biggest off-season move is is Tory Craig? Tory Craig? Oh, my God, gross. People forget about the Bulls and that they had this commanding lead on the Heat and the play-in tournament with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was all very cute. And then nobody could hit an open look. You had Zach Levine missing shots, holding on to the ball too long, and then the Miami Heat end up going from almost getting bounced to making it to the finals. This Chicago Bulls team, I'm sorry to say, if you don't already know, you're probably not a Chicago Bulls fan. They don't care about a goddamn thing except for packing out the UC, their arena. They don't care about winning. They don't care about contending. They're not going to make moves. They fucking extended Nikola Vucevic, one of the worst defenders in the league. Paid him his dough. You got DeMar DeRozan, old. I like DeMar. You got Zach Levine, one leg, bucket getter, not playing defense. You got Vucevic. He can get a double-double for you on any given night, but he's not a plus player in any regard. I love Alex Caruso, but goddamn Chicago, do something. Do something. Make a move. Trade some guys. Not just extend players that don't help you win. I'm annoyed at them. They have been living off of the fumes of the Jordan era for two generations now. We're like, oh yeah, Bulls, like very important logo, like very raucous crowd. They sell games out, but like 
You want to know why Jordan is the GOAT? He took a forgettable franchise and made them so great that they still get a pass multiple decades later. We think Bulls, we think Jordan. And that is, they've done one thing since, which is get Derrick Rose for a quick little season where he had the MVP. Here's where the Bulls are at in a nutshell. Patrick Williams, according to Zach Lowe, is looking for a $200 million extension. Are you serious? No kidding. I'm not joking you. This is a guy averaging 9.7 points per game and four rebounds per game. Trying to get trying to get 200 million? This is a guy I don't even like for 20 million a year, let alone whatever 200 million over five year works out to. That's what? That's 40 million? Oh my fucking God. They have some nice pieces. They have some, I guess. I like DeMar DeRozan. He's a bucket. He is getting kind of old. He is languishing in Chicago. Someone save him. Someone go get him. Caruso, still one of the best defenders in the league. Levine is still a bucket-ish. 25-5-4 and in 77 games. I mean, the Bulls people will tell you, oh, you know, people were ragging on Zach Levine. He wasn't nearly as bad as everybody says. He was pretty good, actually. Like, when you have to defend your superstar for not being as bad as everybody's making him out to be, he wasn't great. He wasn't great. Io Desunmu, they're hoping for major strides from him, and I like Io a lot. Dale and Terry, they're hoping for major strides from him. And my argument to those people who are expecting that is, okay. <laughs> and then what? And what are you getting? Like, let's let's act like Io Desunmu, who I like quite a bit, and Dale and Terry, who I like quite a bit, both exceed expectations. What are you then? What is this team then? Are you a six seed? Congratulations, you did not have to go to the play in tournament. Gross. Like, what do you? What are you? Are you? Are you a set? I don't even think you're that. I think you're like an eight or a nine seed. That's the issue. This is a team that just is totally fine with being mediocre. They are totally fine with being a 500 team if that means that they can compete on a night-to-night basis and beat anyone on a given Tuesday in the regular season. But they are a mile from winning anything of no. And if I'm a fucking fan of that team, I am livid. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4... Featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. We now turn to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They made some moves, actually. Key additions. Max Struess in a trade. I think it was a sign-in trade. George Nyang. Bang, bang, Nyang. Free agent. Amani Bates, who I absolutely am in love with. Key subtractions. I actually think Chetty Osman is on this team. I think Chetty Osman's still there. Either way, if he's there, if he's not there, not relevant to my breakdown. 
I kind of think the Cavs are a, uh, a forgotten team. They were a wagon in the regular season. A lot of people last year were like, ooh, Cavs about to make noise. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, backcourt of the future, bucket getters, guys that are able to protect the rim, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, et cetera, et cetera. You had Donovan Mitchell as a legit MVP candidate last year, averaged just shy of 30 a game. You have a deep bench-ish, not a lot of wings, decent coaching. They've got assets that they can move to add another piece that they had to. And yet, guys like Bill Simmons are hammering their under for their wins. Paul Pierce is saying that Donovan Mitchell can't wait to get the fuck out of Cleveland, which I wouldn't blame if that was true. So what gives? What gives? I think the hype surrounding the Cavs has been about how Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be there. If Donovan Mitchell had signed an extension, we'd be feeling a lot different about this Cavs team, would we not? Bill Simmons says it's the worst kept secret in the NBA. But remember, Damian Lillard to Miami was a done deal. So until it's done, it's not done. And until Donovan Mitchell flees Cleveland, he is a Cavalier. Period. Period. I'm very skeptical, especially considering that Donovan Mitchell probably doesn't want to turn down a massive contract that only Cleveland can offer him. Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. Does he fit with Darius Garland? I don't know. I mean, we've done the C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard thing before. Maybe, maybe Darius Garland gets traded at some point if Donovan Mitchell stays. Darius Garland's an all-star, though. Made his first all-star last year. Evan Mobley, hoping to bounce back. Obviously, one of the most intriguing players in the NBA right now, and the future of the Cavs really hinges on him. Kind of a meh, meh sophomore year for him. Got cooked, absolutely barbecued in the playoffs. He's going to need to develop an outside shot, even a mid-range shot, to some sort of consistent level in order to be a player that the Cavs can rely on. And also, you add then Jared Allen, who, on one hand, phenomenal player for this team, but is kind of the issue, kind of feels like the odd man out. I like him. Do I like him on the Cavs? I don't know. The roster feels a little tricky to me. What he does well overlaps with Evan Mobley. A little too much, actually. I mean, there's been rumors about them moving on from Jared Allen. If you move him for like a guy, maybe like OG Ananobi? Or maybe Pascal Siakam? That actually maybe makes the team a lot better. They add Max Strews. This team's going to have shooting now. They didn't have a lot of three-point shooting last year, and now you got Strews, and now you got Niang, bang, bang, Niang. I like saying it like that. Most importantly, the young gun, Amani Bates, he's an X factor for this team. He could be special. Remember, he was a top recruit. He was like the top high schooler in the country at one point. So you add, you have Levert, you have Niang, and you have Max Struess on top of Amani Bates. I think that's a solid little bench. I hate Okoro, though. He's got to go. He's got to go. The upside of this team is probably where they were last year, three, four in the East. If they're top three at the deadline, maybe they make a move. Are they a contender? No. But the East, not super deep. It's kind of Milwaukee and Boston's to lose. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, 
interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.